0: Hey, my wonderful people, I hope you all are doing good. For the new ones, I'm Damien Joshua, the host and producer of the podcast show DJ's Corner, which are currently listening right now. And for the persons who have been following my show from day one till now, welcome back to my show. So please do follow my show. It's available on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Angami, Deezer, everywhere, and can be listened from any place on this planet. So I'm on uh, social medias like Instagram and Twitter. The links are given on the podcast show description. You are always free to follow me, give your personal comments, your suggestions through, through DMs, messages. I'm here to accept everything and you know make a big change in this podcast industry. So, now we are in the fourth episode of My Story COVID-19. So, if you have not listened to the previous episodes, you know, definitely you have to listen to it because the first three episodes there's a continuation obviously this is a story where you have to understand the continuation from episode one to episode three so that you'll you'll further come to know what happened in episode number four what will be happening in episode number four sorry so my mom was admitted in the hospital um we were doing all those stuffs and you know hospitalization my father gets hospitalized i become um you know become sick ill and what i face now see uh in the previous episode like i told what are the precautions what you should do like you should be consulting the doctor and doing stuff so what i did is i did not do it because i knew I, I, i'm affected by covid but i was not willing to you no know, literally go to the doctor and get myself tested because i should not end up in the hospital so i think from literally from may 3rd Till May thirteenth, okay. So I, when I recovered from COVID, uh, was on May 11th. So I was relieved from it, like you know, like we know you you getting your energy back and see what I personally felt when I was affected by COVID. Um, the energy in your body, your center energy, okay, will be crushing be pulling towards one part like in in the center of your body like you know your your brain your the muscles everything becomes crushed like you know you 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 feel the pain the the tiredness the fatigue no you become literally like lazy but that's not lazy that that's your fatigue so that was just you know like it was pulling this virus was just sucking my energy like whatever I try to do because see what I did is like you no, know, taking a good steam inhale uh, uh, with all these medicated herbs then drinking medicated water like you know all this natural uh, because we had to shift towards natural more than going through the allopathy treatment we had to go through the natural part so that maybe the recovery process is slow but it's slow and steady and firm that you we know that we will definitely come out of it so uh, towards i think when it was seven eight nine ninth of may like i felt that i started to develop breathing issue so what advice was given during that time when people are at home you know affected by COVID? like they're told you have to sleep on your chest putting a pillow near or over your chest and you know just sleep upside down okay and you have to take a breathing exercise sort of thing so that you know your oxygen level get high because see this virus you will know, pull out your oxygen so when your oxygen level is low obviously you, you start to suffer suffocate literally you start to suffocate then obviously what you won't get your energy is not passed over to the whole body so this is a sort of a mechanism which happened and after getting affected by this virus we knew how it is so that is what i faced, but i don't literally know what my mother and father faced in the hospital because you know the whole treatment process is different and um, like after 2-3 days my father was uh, shifted to the normal ward like I think it was on 8th, 7th, 8th of May, he was shifted to the normal ward but my mother was still in the ICU ward because uh, she had uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, thyroid, all these were she was affected. She had all those things so that it's a bit difficult to know record because we have to take care of the sugar blood pressure and other stuffs, and we have to uh, side by side um, make her to come out from covid so it was a very very hectic and a difficult uh, process for the doctors who have been handling but i always i just salute doctors not only in india but all over the world how they literally face this you know so many doctors died of this um uh, you know pandemic which 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 was all over the world and not only the doctors the nurses the frontline workers the helpers for the medical uh, medical field everyone i thank everyone it was a very very stressful job because i saw people you know, going through it because I was one of the victim like we we tell you no know, like I was a victim of this hurricane or this earthquake or this tsunami which hit there here so I can proudly say that I'm a a victim of you know this COVID-19 like I knew how it was and how how it'll be so April 11. I'm so sorry May 11. I you know just come out of this COVID and I become normal but there's tension starting to rise up on my mother's case so on the 12th of may like you know, they were just uh, telling that, or uh, she's becoming unstable. Her uh, condition is becoming unstable. So obviously, as me as a Christian, as a faithful person, what I do is I just literally I was praying. Like you know, just say, my mother. Like we have to be good uh, testimonials for the people. We have to show the people um that. We also survived covid and everything and you know 12th like the day went on like that you know we, i was getting phone calls and you know they told like you should not get agitated because if you get agitated it can worsen your case, situation and your case and my father also was the same thing he was also on oxygen so we could not even tell the whole scenario what was happening and finally on uh, 13th may I I can still remember that I was getting phone calls, like morning. Like usually, I get up early in the morning because you literally can't sleep. This is one of the things. You literally you can't even sleep. You won't have proper sleep. So I was getting a lot of abnormal calls. Literally, not abnormal calls, but people were just you know uh, they were like uh, what to say like. Asking you things like how are you doing and all those stuffs and I was like "Mm, Like something is fishy. Something is wrong is going to happen. Then um, On I think it's time 1130 1130 1135 that I got a call from my mother's um, colleague She where she was working and uh, they told that her stable is becoming more unstable like her oxygen level is not increasing and she was I think she was transferred to her ventilator so she was on life support so that means that that's the last part of life if you come under life support see there are miracles can happen if you no, know, if people are on life support they, they come back normal and deliver life but I knew that if she's on life support that this is the end of her and i was so i was so intuitive like i i could let like just realize myself how i was so intuitive during that situation from that till now my whatever my intuition says that literally happens so i don't know i i, I got the special power okay from this i knew that she's going to become she's going to f- no know literally go away and i know it's it's hard to say that you know a son saying that you no, know, my mother's going to go you know going to leave us alone but that was the hardest part and the sad truth of 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 this covid so 11 30 12 30 you know getting like people were just uh, calling me then i had one my mother's colleague she came to my home like uh, she stood in front of the gate and she gave some food and she told no you take care of yourselves and that this and i thought what like you know like everything like was totally abnormal literally totally abnormal then at 1 i got a call that um, from my dad's friend he was in the other part of the state which is in chennai the capital city so he told that uh damon you get ready um to go to the hospital and i had my dad's friends here also so they also told that you also get ready we have to go to the hospital like it was like 140 145 no, from that time, and I told like no. Uh, my father told that you know, like anything happens, you you should not come to the hospital. This is what I said. Like the 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 uh, the conversation was literally in in my mother tongue, which is uh, Tamil. So I told no, no, I can't come. My father told that you should not be coming to the hospital. You know, you should not be contacting this virus again. So, but um, towards like exactly how I knew my mother expired was is like it was a very very toughest part okay literally I, I now when I'm narrating the story I I'm just seeing myself how I was in that situation a year ago so two o'clock, uh i got ready okay i got ready i just locked up the house and i was just waiting for the person who has to my, my no my dad's friend they told they have to uh, i'll come and pick you up so that we can go to the hospital so i don't even know what's literally happening okay but i know there's something wrong okay so at two o'clock my my mother's colleague who worked together uh she put up a status that my mother expired and when i saw that post on whatsapp okay it's literally on whatsapp like my body freezed i could still now also my body's freezing my body just freezed and that's all like i was just staring and looking at the um the status and you know they like they put uh, r.i.p bonita ma'am and you know all those things and i was just looking like what the bloody hell is happening and see you now also i'm like i'm like i'm not comfortable in saying this but i was just just looking at those And I, I cried, you know, literally any any damn guy will cry. So I just I was crying and I didn't even even though my neighbors were the outside like no they were looking but I didn't even you know tell them that my mother expired because I want to know what the doctor until the doctor declare declares it to me I have to keep it as a secret. So actually what but. I knew this is going to happen, and after a few minutes, like I think it was two, ten, two fifteen, like the person came me up and they they took me to the hospital, and like I know that my mother expired, but they were so protective, and they were like I I can still feel it. They they didn't want me to know that my mother expired. Uh, you know, immediately, because all, all of us, all of my relatives, everybody knew, but there was no one, like, they didn't tell it. But I feel that I'm so thankful that this person put up a status so that, you know, if, if, if a doctor says it to me, I don't know, I can become unstable because I'm just recovered from COVID just two days. Two days, literally two days, and I won't have that heart or the mind to work that my mother's no more, Literally. It can be anyone, but I, I, I'm not proud of myself. I'm not just boasting it to any, like, you know, person who's listening, but I'm so literally, literally, literally proud that I could stand up that situation. I, I didn't even cry. A single tear didn't come out when the doctor declared that my mother died on this time. And because before actually the fun part, what happened is like, literally it was not fun, but this is what this is what happened. The, the nurses, because when uh, they told like who's uh, Bonita Cooper's relative, that's my mother's name, and uh, they told that yeah, like I told yes, I'm here. And the the nurse gave a big form, you know, this death declaration form, like they given the time and everything, and really have to fill in this form, uh, give all the necessary details and my dad's friend who was there they told like e- like we are showing this like i we didn't even see the doctor and we are you are coming and showing all these things then i told dad's friend like okay no problem i know everything what happened and i just filled it up and i gave it then i went to the doctor's uh, cabin and he told everything like oh how- what happened and how she became un- how she became unstable and everything and okay it's fine okay okay like i was just like, like literally i was I was just listening I didn't even cry like these, like my dad's friend like they were, they were patting at the back like you know don't feel and but I was thinking okay I knew it like I thank God that the same time I knew like everybody knew that my mother expired 2 o'clock on 13th May the same time I also knew it so I had that guts I had that willpower I had that courage to withstand this thing. So okay, thirteenth May became a black day in our lives, a black day. So yeah, then thirteenth uh, evening, like they told, like the bodies in the mortuary. So tomorrow on fourteenth, we can do other the necessary formalities and pay up the bills and everything. But the best part is, my father didn't even know what happened on thirteenth May. So, with this, I conclude this episode and we'll be meeting in episode number 5. Until then, stay tuned. Don't forget to the pre- listen to the previous episode. So, it's a DJ signing off from this episode, and we'll be coming back soon with episode number 5. Until then, take care guys. Bye-bye.